Many times when people hear the words prophets or prophecy, they have certain ideas that immediately enter their minds. Generally, we associate prophets and prophecy with future events. We tend to expect that prophets are going to tell us something phenomenal about what is going to happen in the future. And to be clear, there are prophetic writings in the Bible that reveal things that were going to happen after the prophets spoke, wrote, or lived. I like to say that fulfilled Bible prophecies are like the fingerprints of God on the scriptures, divine thumbprints, if you will. If Daniel foretold in order what world kingdoms were going to rise and fall for a period of some 500 years after his life, and then those things came to pass, you have to recognize that there is something phenomenal going on behind the scenes of the scripture. Or if Isaiah presents by name the king that would release the future exiled Israel from Persia more than 150 years before it would happen, before the Persians were even a massive world empire, before the children of Israel were even exiled to that part of the world. Again, if those things happened, you would have to conclude that something or someone with great power and foresight was inspiring the prophet to write and speak. Of course, people living in the modern and postmodern era where we discount all things supernatural and phenomenological, we have to argue for later forgeries of these documents because the predictive prophecies of many of the Old Testament prophets were just too precise. But these things are divine thumbprints. In fact, God speaking through the prophet Isaiah in chapters 40 through 45 of Isaiah will present his predictive power as a true test of divinity. God's word to the idols, that is the false gods that the people were being tempted to trust in. In Isaiah chapter 41, it is fascinating. God says, present your case, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons, says the king of Jacob. Let them bring forth and show us what will happen. Let them show the former things, what they are, that we may consider them and know the latter end of them, or declare to us things to come. Show the things that are to come hereafter, that we may know that you are gods. Yes, do good or do evil, that we may be dismayed and see it together. Indeed, you are nothing. Your work is nothing. And he who chooses you is an abomination. Essentially, Isaiah, or God through Isaiah, is saying, if your idols are worth anything— and worthy of our trust, then they should be able to tell us what is going to come in the future. And if they can't, then they are unworthy of our devotion. All of that to say, most people, when they hear the words prophets and prophecy, think of exact predictions of amazing things that are coming in the future. And it is sure that such prophecies are found in books like Isaiah and Jeremiah, Daniel, Ezekiel, Obadiah, Malachi, Revelation, and others. And for the purpose of this video, I'm going to call this sort of predictive prophecy apocalyptic prophecies or apocalyptic predictions. Those are certainly in the Bible, but the prophets present another form of prophecy. In fact, another form of prophecy in greater abundance than these apocalyptic prophecies. This other form of prophecy, I think, is really important to consider. And I'm going to separate this from what I'm calling apocalyptic predictions and call this other form of prophetic utterance conditional or cause and effect prediction. Now, there's another form of prophecy that I'll talk about at another time, which effectively separates from this predictive prophecy, and I call that didactic prophecy. But for the moment, I want to zero in on conditional cause and effect predictions. As I said, conditional predictions appear in great abundance in the scriptures, and this is in large part due to the fact that 
the prophets, like Isaiah, were basically experts in what is called Deuteronomic principles or Deuteronomic formula of Scripture. The best illustration of the Deuteronomic principle is found in the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy in chapter 28. Deuteronomy is a long message from Moses to the children of Israel just prior to their entry into the promised land. Moses in Deuteronomy is rehearsing the law of God before the people of God as they are preparing for their new life in the promised land. And in Deuteronomy chapter 28, as Moses is beginning to close this long message of his, he says, If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, and you observe carefully all of his commandments, then you will experience his blessing. And one after another, he tells them of the blessings that they will receive from God. And then he says in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15, But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day, these are all the curses that will overtake you. If you obey, then there will be blessing. But if you don't obey, then here are the curses. Your cities will waste away. You'll have famines, droughts, devastation, invasion from your enemies, exile, all forms of chaos. Conditional, cause and effect predictions. If this, then that. It's like when I talk with a young unmarried couple and they are sleeping together and I warn them that the outcomes are obvious and that she's going to get pregnant. And then, miracle of miracles, she gets pregnant. I'm a prophet, right? Well, in one respect, yes, I foretold what was going to happen, but only because I'm using the wisdom of experience and observation. Or it's like that time when I was about three weeks away from my 22nd birthday, and I was in front of my parents' house, and my little brother's friend had his dirt bike, and he said, hey, you want to ride the bike? And so I said, sure. And my mom said to me, as she was standing right there, you're going to end up in the hospital and I'm going inside. Clearly, Jeannie, my mom, is a prophet or a prophetess. I did end up in the hospital that afternoon and I still have occasional bouts of vertigo from the accident that occurred 20 years ago next month. Condition, cause, and effect predictions. The major and minor prophets of the Bible are filled with this cause and effect predictive sort of category. Clearly, Isaiah was a student of Deuteronomy and an astute observer of the culture of his time. So he could look at what was happening and he could look at what was in the scriptures in Deuteronomy. He would look at the culture and he would look at the book of Deuteronomy and then he would say, if this, then this. And the 66 chapters of Isaiah are filled with this sort of cause and effect prediction. We've Stopped trusting in God, Isaiah says. We stopped seeking God, stopped serving God, and we're no longer being faithful to God. Instead, we are rejecting his word and his ways. We're messing around with idols, and we're doing our own thing. So God is going to take away our wise counselors and our just leaders. In their place, he's going to allow us to have unwise, unproven, unexperienced boys to lead us. And as a result, the nation and the cities that make up the nation are going to become a heap of ruins. We're going to have shortages of food and supplies, and what awaits us will be ultimately despair. Cause and effect predictions. And this is where the cause and effect predictions become something of an apocalyptic revelation for us. The reality of this, if this, then that sort of way in which God allows things to work in this world, 
it's still happening today and we're watching it unfold in our time. Different people, different place, different time, same old story. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.